Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whenever and wherever in the world of time and space my voice finds you. Welcome. My name is Aaron James. You're listening to episode 11 of Kids Myth Plus, where each week we bring you stories from the worlds of mythology, folklore, legend, and more. This week's story comes to us from the borderlands of Scotland. This area of Scotland is a hilly and largely rural area and gets its name Borders from the fact that it lies on the border between Scotland and England. Today, it is filled with the ruins of many medieval castles, abbeys, and of course, plentiful herds of sheep. Scotland is famous for its wool. Our story is called Tomlin, but maybe it should be called Janet, and you'll see why. We've all heard plenty of stories about the brave prince who rescues the fair maiden, but today let's hear a story about a brave girl who rescues a beautiful boy. Tomlin, or maybe a better title, the courageous Janet who hears the call of her fate and accepts a dangerous mission, then trusts her heart instead of her eyes, Tomlin plays an enchanted fairy horn and Janet hears the fateful call. Have a listen and enjoy the story. Tomlin, a story from an old Scotch ballad. Fair Janet was the daughter of the Earl of March, and she was so beautiful that many knights and noble gentlemen had asked her to marry them, but she would say yes to none of them. One day she sat at her window sewing a seam, and she heard the sound of a horn down in the forest. It blew so sweet and it blew so clear that she laid down her sewing and listened, and it seemed to her that it called Janet. Janet, fair Janet, come hither. Janet dropped her sewing and down to the woods she ran. She looked all around her, and there stood a handsome knight. From head to foot he was dressed in green, and in his hand he held a silver horn. And when he saw her he raised it to his lips and began to play so soft and clear that Janet had never heard anything like it. Tell me, is that a fairy horn, that it plays so sweet a note? It is indeed a fairy horn, answered the stranger. And it was in fairyland that I learned to play it. In many a forest have I blown it, north and south and east and west. And you are the first to hear and answer it. Then Janet was afraid for she thought the stranger must be a fairy knight, and she didn't know what charm he might cast about her. The knight saw she was frightened, so he said, From fairyland I brought it, yet I am a human of flesh and blood like you. I am the son of the Earl of Murray, 
and once my name was John, though in fairyland they call me Tomlin. When I was a child, the fairies stole me, and they have kept me with them ever since. Bright and fair it is in fairyland, and I am the queen's favored knight, but my heart wearies to be back in my own country and living with my own kind once more. And I fear that on the night of All Hallows' Eve, when the fairy queen goes to make her sacrifice to the underworld, I will be the sacrifice. Then Janet promised she would do whatever Tomlin bade her to do, if by so doing she might bring him back from fairyland. She let him put a ring upon her finger as a sign that they had fallen in love and one day would marry. Then Tomlin told her what she must do. On every Halloween night, at midnight, the fairies ride. They ride across the forest on a dark mission. Every seven years, they must provide a sacrifice to the underworld. This seventh year, Tomlin feared he would be the tithe to the underworld. So he bade Janet, this Halloween at midnight, the fairies would ride abroad, and on that night she must go to the crossroads and wait for them to pass. At midnight they would come. First would ride the fairy queen, her horse hung round with bells. After her would come all of her ladies and esquires, and then her band of knights, and it was among these that Tomlin would ride. You'll know me from among them all, said he, by the snow-white horse I must ride. Moreover, I will wear a glove on my right hand, but my left hand will hang bare. Then is the time for you, Janet. Spring up and pull me from my horse and hold me tight. There will be a loud cry raised, and they'll change me into many shapes in your arms but hold me tight, whatever I seem to be. Always it will be I, and you have my word, I will not harm you. Do this, and when I take my own shape again, I will be free of the fairies forever. Janet promised to do all that he had told her, though she was terrified at the thought of what might happen. And then they kissed, and again, parted ways. Now three nights after this, it was Halloween, and Janet went out to the crossroads and hid herself there and waited. When midnight came, there was the sound of bells and a white light, and the fairies came riding by. First came the queen, and she was very beautiful with a circle of stars about her head. Then came her ladies and squires, talking and laughing together, and next a troop of knights all in green, and each with a silver horn. Some rode on black horses and some on brown, but one knight there was who rode a milk-white steed. 
His right hand was gloved, but his left hand hung down bare at his side. He rode on and never turned his head, but when Janet saw him, she knew him for her true love, Tomlin. And she sprang forward and caught him by the mantle and pulled him down from off his horse and gripped him tight. Then from all the fairy train there arose a cry, Tomlin! Tomlin! Suddenly it was no knight that Janet had held in her arms, but a great gray wolf. It struggled and snapped and its breath was hot on her face. Almost it broke from her, but she remembered Tomlin's words and held it tight. And then it was not a wolf she held, but a bale of burning straw. The flames roared in her ears, but she clasped it close, and it did not scorch her. Then it was a great serpent that wrapped itself all around her, and tried to slip from her arms, but she held it tight and did not let it go. Then it was a swan that beat its wings in her face, but she shut her eyes and held it tight. Then the wings began to still, and she opened her eyes and saw it was her own true love, Tomlin, that she clasped in her arms. The fairy queen turned herself about, and she cried, Tomlin, Tomlin. If I had known yesterday what I know today, I would have taken out your two blue eyes and given you eyes of stone. Had I known yesterday what I know today, I would have taken the heart of flesh out of your body and put in a heart of clay. Had I known but known yesterday what I know now, never should you have ridden abroad with me as my tithe to the dark. Then suddenly the fairies were gone, and Tomlin and Janet stood there alone. He took her by the hand, and they went back to her father's castle together. There they were married with great joy and feasting, and they lived together happily all the rest of their lives, a faithful and loving man and wife. Well, there you have it. Tomlin, a story from an old Scotch ballad. Or maybe better the title, Courageous Janet, who hears the call of her fate and accepts a dangerous mission. She then trusts her heart instead of her eyes. Tomlin plays the enchanted horn and Janet hears the fateful call. Our heroine Janet summons her courage on the scariest night of the year, Halloween, to rescue her true love, Tomlin. She is determined to accomplish her mission and finds Tomlin amongst the fairy knights by his milky white horse and single gloved hand. She holds tight as he is shapeshifted from one terrible thing to another. She trusts her intuition and not what she sees with her eyes. Yes, there are times in life when we have to follow our hearts and trust that even when things are looking 
terrifying and terrible, if we can hold on and follow our hearts and our mission, we will succeed in the end. This week's story was found in the book Wonder Tales from Many Lands, written and illustrated by Catherine Pyle, first published August 1920. It's a really cool old book full of great stories and illustrations, so check it out. This has been episode 11 of Kids Myth Plus. We hope you've enjoyed it. Tomlin, a story from an old Scotch ballad. We are so pleased and thankful for all of the interest and support we're receiving. Thank you for your kind words of support and subscribing and coming back to listen each week. It's truly humbling and amazing to see the response from listeners around the world. From Australia and Japan to Germany, the UK, Mexico, Brazil, Indonesia, and many more countries from around the globe. Thank you. Thank you. Please keep listening and sharing with friends. Also, please, if you have a minute, leave a rating and write us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us grow, and it helps us to share these stories, not often told, with more eager young ears out there in the world. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep asking questions and looking for the magic. It's all around us.